let's go. Hey, oh, well, let's go. Hey, oh, well, let's go. Hey, oh, well, let's go. <laughs> how many of these are you gonna figure? How many of these are you gonna find? <laughs> well, I can't take credit for that one. That one was suggested by a text message from uh, Tim Barnett. Mate, uh, Barney sent that one through. How many? How many is there out there? That oh, mate, I've searched. I've racked my brain since the first one, and I just couldn't find so many. So. Uh, Barney sent that one in as a suggest, and I thought, well, <laughs> had no choice but to run with it. It's a bit of a uh, celebratory time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gonna say yeah, the nickname is is always uh, brought up some interesting ways of saying it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, everything else I had was just a play on that old pineapple counting bloody song from back in the day. So I couldn't come up with a fresh one till Barney pointed me at uh, Blitzkrieg Bob. Yeah. Thanks, Barney. Yeah, cheers, mate. But uh, seems pretty relevant around that kind of era, mm. isn't it? Mm. We're celebrating uh, 40 years of Street Machine magazine with this anniversary issue. But I've sort of looked back and I was thinking about music, but Billy Squires dropped the stroke, mate, in 1981 over the top. I was still a bit young in 81 to be picking out music. Yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't, my funny. music didn't hit till a bit later on. Yeah, well, sort of what I realised more, and it was just to have a soundtrack while I was looking through some early magazines, but yeah. it was a formative year for this bloke because, uh, yeah, also Motley Crue dropped Bloody Too Fast for Love, and there was a, you know, I was a bit torn. Yeah, Nana bought me this album, but I think I was already heading for metal and punk. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, 80, the 80s... Uh, 80s would have been good. I mean, I still listen to, you know, the old old metal and you think back, that would have been pretty outrageous back yeah. then. Yeah, well, I can actually say too that I used to ride in the back seat of an EH wagon going to school in year seven in 81 because the people across the road had the milk <coughs> bar up your way, actually, Black Hill Milk Bar. I used to mm. sit at the top of Chisholm Street Hill and uh, the old deer that had that used to run the boys to St. Pat's and I used to slot in the back seat. Nice. So, yeah, rolling to school in an EH wagon. Yeah. Anyway, what else has been happening? What's what's happening with uh, Nasher? We better get the Nasher update. It seems to be a common uh, occurrence. I think the last Nasher update, everything was sweet, but it soon soon turned soon all a bit turned sour. Bad. <laughs> Not long after the last episode, oh, that old I think. I can do. I can. You know, it just Traumatic. keeps pushing fluid. It just you know we got fifty k's in and took it over. A bit of a. I was going to get Travis at Ryan's Mechanical just to adjust the shifter up because it's a bit hard to do with one bloke on his own, dump the oil, and uh, turned out it was pushing transmission fluid out everywhere. So the Trimatic was just heaved to the side. Got a Turbo 350 a mate offered me a while back as a replacement, modified bell housing, little bolt straight onto that other block. Um, came And its converter was missing in action. <laughs> so to go and buy a new torque converter for a gearbox that I didn't yet own, um, but yeah, we got the thirty-eight hundred Dominator sitting in the Turbo three hundred and fifty. Jared Gale in Ballarat took a look through the gearbox, said it's the cleanest one he's seen in a long time. Just got a stage two shift kit. Mostly, uh, this will be the end of it. Did six months work after a Rico back in its day behind a three hundred and four. So hopefully, this is the final time. We we're <laughs> making jokes about welding the exhaust back together, and Travis has recommended maybe we put some uh, flanges on it this time. And I said, oh, ideally, it'll never come out again. But no, he's, he's won me over. There'll be some kind of collectors going onto the system now <laughs> for ease of access. Yeah, just in just in case. And we're sitting here now on the Sunday. 
Well, as far as I'm aware, it's going to be going off for its exhaust Monday. So by Tuesday, Wednesday, I should have it back in my possession. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well. I suppose we've got to touch back on the old lockdowns. We can't go too far. Every no. Buddy back sort into of a waste lockdowns. of time you're having it anyway, isn't it? Yeah, you'll see me between here and the supermarket, I guess. Mm. You know, in it. It was actually good. Um, not that there's much to report with old Donnie. He sits there and he, he starts up and he goes and that's about it. So <clears throat> touch yeah, wood, there's nothing to report there. But yeah, I actually, actually got him out. Uh, got him out a bit last weekend. It was it was really good. Yeah. Just cruising around, it was um, a bit refreshing. Well, I had to sort of laugh too as you came around the lake heading towards. I got spotted by I'm the sitting... Spoto King. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have me car out, so I just propped up in the Renault there yeah. with the Swagger Street Machine magazines, doing me homework on the yeah. side of the road, and here comes Spoto Donny. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's funny because I usually I do usually look out for the uh, for the Renault and the beard. But uh, I had the uh, had Dave Gilfoyle behind me in his new purple uh, Monaro, and I was looking at that in the rearview mirror, and I didn't hear you. I didn't actually spot you until you yelled out. Yeah. You yelled out Spotto, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, Spotto like, by the King. I was like the Spotto Ninja, though, on that mm. day. I was everywhere, and basically you, you even highlighted on our Instagram mm. to start following me, but I was just snapping them and dropping them live, but yeah, wishing I, I was out driving. If you follow Moses or even, I think, on our Instagram, there would have been uh, plenty to see last weekend. It was, it was literally like going back 30 years yeah. in town. It was great. Yeah. Everywhere you went, there was there was. A, yeah, well, I think I asked a couple of people car. what year is it again, you know, mm. but how much more <laughs> relevant is it we're sitting here today and everyone's in lockdown? Like how well, much more yeah. precious is that afternoon that, everyone's been out cruising that's it um yeah episode uh, episode seven for lockdown seven yeah that's it lockdown seven yeah crazy anyway we like a bit of relevance um, but that's not ideal no no but anyway look uh once again you know hope everyone's doing all right just keep your head up and keep yourself occupied it's yeah shit time for everyone yeah but, uh, Hard to know, but yeah, as I, anyone who's got a little bit of freedom isn't really enjoying the freedom because no one else is, you know. No, so that's right. We're all get, all in it together. Mm. Anyway, enough doom and gloom. Yep. Okay. What do Forty we do? years of street machine. Sunday school. Ba 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 ba. Well, got to say, pretty excited to see, uh, note the thong slap has dropped the other day. Well, it's kind of it, yeah. I, I mean, obviously. I didn't know it was happening no. until I got up and <laughs> saw it on, uh, I think Simo put it up on the on the Lunchtime Legends Facebook yeah. page or something. I don't know, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, you and, can't accidentally uh, find us. We're promoting the shit out of it three days out. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they just snuck in there and, you know, what was it, two hours and 42 minutes yeah. or something of, and went too fast. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of listened to it over – over the course of the day, just because I was, I was in and out doing doing stuff, but um, yeah, it was it was good. It was like uh, you know, going back. It was actually I, I saw it on Spotify. It was actually a year. August last year is when the last episode came on, so yep. it was a year to the day, or exactly. almost a year to the month. Yep. And um, listening to those two clowns rattle on, it's like, yep, this is uh, this is our inspo. This is why we we you know we don't we don't hold a candle to those blokes, but. Uh, that's Hopefully, it. we're filling the uh, filling their shoes in some capacity. Um, and I yeah. did get that message. I definitely got that message to the fifty nine, mate. Got the mention, but you know, 
<laughs> the message, yeah. yeah. Nothing comes easy with Redmond, I don't think. No. But uh, he's also pointed me at a story that I am going to get my head around writing, although I have, I'm going to say, purely minimal interest in doing, it's, but I will do it. Red Red did challenge uh, challenge Moses to uh, a short story. And what was the topic? Oh, Old diesel it's... versus new diesel, a pretty random topic. But yeah, anyway, yeah, hey. yeah, diesel passenger cars across 40 years, I think. So if anyone wants to give me a little bit of a boost and send me some references through, that'd be awesome. So that'll be coming <laughs> up in a future episode. But, but uh, you know, once again, we're not... Yeah, we're not here to copy the guys. To... Well, the other thing I wanted to mark too was that if the more people that review the magazine on the way through, the more pressure it takes off this guy here. Yeah, like I mean, they they did a fantastic job as they usually do. Um, like I said, we're not we're not here to copy them. We're we're just trying to fill a bit of a void, and their That's review funny. is certainly more in depth than ours. But anyway, it's... well, it's interesting the way you'll talk, sort of copying or mimicry, you know. But um, some of the things that Simo raises, like that Brumby Ute with the guy cutting down the wagon, and you know, does anyone remember that? I do vividly remember that ad, you know, like uh, big fan of Sweet and Sour, the takeaways. That was a bloody awesome TV show. Uh, I don't remember it. Yeah, you know, James Rain's brother Dave Rain. He was in there, mate. You would have you would have actually enjoyed it. Not your era, but you would have enjoyed it. Just I remember country practice. Now. I, I remember definitely remember country practice. That was a weekly watch on on the box. That's it. He goes and votes Chad Ribbons as number one for Buddy Street Machine of the Year, as yep. this guy here has done too. Yeah, we keeps both. talking about this freaking Madison. Well, I don't know anyone else that had a Madison Goanna. I'll put that out there. <laughs> the world's biggest BMX bike, I reckon, at the time, and too heavy to get any air. Come off a gutter and buckle a rim. She well, was black I'd, and I'd probably, gold. And... I'd have to go back through the archives <laughs> as to when I actually got my uh, BMX. And I can say it's first BMX. It's really technically my only BMX because I had it forever until I got a mountain bike pretty much. But I, it was a Crossrider Meteor, chrome frame and red accents. And uh, hopefully I've got, I've got a Crossrider frame up in the, in the shed in storage, I'm going to try and uh, replicate the old beast. But I can't, that must have been, oh, I don't know, it must have been 84, 83, 84, I reckon, when I got that. Yeah. Uh, it was a birthday present. I can't remember what year it was. This is what I mean. You're getting too old yeah, yeah, to remember back. But... <clears throat> and the other one is talking about dragster getting yeah, uh, getting yeah. done over as BMXs. Yeah, well, yeah. you can note there this Rally Wrangler that Rally. I've got sitting here. That I've had. It's probably the rarest bike I know, but it's that rare. No one really cares about it. If it was anything else, you know, it'd probably be three grand and someone would be chasing it down. So maybe that cops bloody MX forks and bars. And... Yeah, there's a couple of guys. I remember one guy in particular, he had, uh, oh, it was like one of those old Mal- Malvin Star cruiser frames. Yeah. Like, uh, BMX size. Yeah. It had, you know, the, the swoopy bars Nearly and the, the triple forks. But he had, um, he had the the BMX bars and he had tufts on it. Yeah. And it yeah. looked really good. Look, I just remember he had a mongoose badge on the front of it. Obviously it wasn't a mongoose, but geez, it looked fantastic. You know, I could still picture it in my in my head. Yeah, um, well my dragster got, really got a makeover back in the day as a BMX and then we realised couldn't jump it off the stairs at the <laughs> primary school, carried it home in two pieces. But you know, you live and learn. Okay, here we anyway, go. Let's go into it. Let's get into it. Let's hook into how it. How good is how good was this magazine? How heavy is it, mate? 
It's yeah. like, uh, I don't think they could have done a better job, really, for, to celebrate their 40th. Yep. Boys on the thong slappers celebrated the artwork <clears throat> on the cover. Mm. The cover looks great. I love it. Yeah, you know, same here. And we know the car. Like, we don't need an actual photo of the car on the cover. We know what's in there. You know, we know what's coming. So that's definitely definitely a win, mate. I'm going to All try right. and reacquaint myself because we've been that buried in bloody magazines at the moment. You'll hear some paper rustling still. It's okay. Yeah, yeah that's all right. professional. I actually called in a bit of an assistant too, which I thought was interesting. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I, you remember you telling me this. Yeah, my little great-niece, Zella. Uh, I said and explained to her what I was doing, uh, seven years old, and she hasn't had a lot to do with the magazine or the car culture really, and I thought, hang on, I might have dropped the ball on this one. We'll sit down and we'll go through this magazine together. And I said, anything you're a bit excited about, a bit keen on, just let me know. So that's so we've got Zella's picks as oh, well. Oh, that's all right. Well, let's fire it up. Let's go for your pick. What's your... Okay, my top pick. Was going to, was Quality Street, the HK Prem. Oh yes. I'm hoping what you can get. That? I'm hoping you can get me the page because they're in a world of notes from bloody past years. I did not write this that number down. This is the black down. one. Yep, one oh six. We're going, mate. Well, you've. I actually had two, pick two for me, and that's one of them. Yeah. Who doesn't love HK? Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I've said so- it before. I've said it again. It's. I personally think the HK is the best shape Holden's made. Yep. Whether it be sedan, coupe, ute, wagon, yeah, across the board, and you know, there's people will argue the T's and the G's are the same, but they're they're not. No, the fronts are different, the tail lights are different, and um, that's what makes the HK for me. I think the that just I don't yeah. know, it, it ticks all the boxes. We've had some really nice ones rolling around Ballarat, mm. you know, and then Scott Montgomery's oh, wagon, the silver mink silver wagon, mink the Scotties that I've borrowed occasionally. Absolutely mint. But yeah, Imagine no, this them. thing's great. But what I found, and this is, and again, it, you know, everyone's like, what's Moses McCready slash Chris trying to be Simo because you yeah, know, well. it was his top car. But that car there reminds me, and it could even, it wouldn't surprise me if it was the same car, but my mate Brendan White, who's got the, um, got the EJ with a small block in it that he took to chopped, you know, full grandpa spec, blasted up and down the bloody mud all day. He's got um, also got a HJLS in uh, oh, darker than aquamarine, but it's got the silver frosted honeycombs and the triple bumper, mm. triple tail light treatment in the bumper. He's got a HG GDS uh, in the orange car, heaps of stuff. But he, he had a HK Survivor Prem factory small block auto and i was up at his place at one stage and he wanted to get it down to the factory because clearly too many cars in his way and so he drove down there and i drove the hk down there and it just pure survivor spec good trim but not mint trim and pretty much could have gone on to be that car but just this is only going back six years ago i suppose and for a bloke that saw a heap of them around when he was younger knew right then driving that car was a pretty special moment, you know, because they're not around. You know. No, like I said, I've, I had the uh, Hacienda, Hacienda Blue Pov Pack Prem, and I still know where it is, but, uh, look, it needed a bit of work when I got rid of it, but, um, yeah, just a great-looking car. But, yeah, I had that for my second pick, but first pick, I went for HQ for you. Yeah. Because just have a look at that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How good is it? And I just love that they, the, the, the owners have, you know, more or less kept 
true to uh, to its roots. Uh, yeah, they've done a bit of work to it over the years, but yeah, well, even those couple of tweaks, you know, for me, make it that little bit more special. You know, even, even to today, it's it still doesn't look out of place. No, no, absolutely perfect, man. Doesn't look out of place at all, and um, yeah, credit to the the owners. Uh, obviously, a car family. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no. Obviously, the wife's car's in here as well. Yeah, well, that's an interesting one too because we're still on top picks. But when uh, Zella and I flicked through the book, that was the one that stopped her, was the hatchback. Yep. So Judith Menso's hatchback, that's the name, right? Um, and basically, as we flicked through it, she just, yeah, what'd she say? Uh, yeah, the colour. Yeah, the minute she saw the colour yeah. that had her. She pleaded to see inside the car, and I showed her inside the front again, seven years old. No, no, where the kids sit. And she just took one look at that back seat and said, love it. And then you know, this guy breaks it down, reads through the article, finds out that that leather that was used in the trim was imported. And, yeah. you know, but he's just a little seven-year-old kid going, I like that. That's pretty. Nah. You know, yeah. So, yeah, fantastic car. And really high-end and hopes to you know start using it a bit harder down the track so uh anything else you got any picks or was that that it no that was it mate basically i went to hk and put all my eggs in that basket yeah and... nice. i couldn't i mean once again there's that much in this magazine you could have you could give it to the whole book but it, you've got to draw a line somewhere and um yeah the hq for you is the one for me yep we've followed up very closely by the the HK. Yeah, but the uh, HK, it's just classic. Tough. It's timeless. You know, it, auto drags, black. <laughs> just cool. Excuse me. All right, what have we got next? We're best going to end the, the build, uh, are we, mate? Best of the build. Best of the build, yep. Um, we're looking for page 210, just for reference. Uh, 210, yep, righto. Yeah, 244 pages. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really back <laughs> to it. Um, so what I've pretty much put down is Costa. I've gone with Costa. Yeah, I played Costa as well as one of the Never Late crew. Definitely part, yeah, no, really good supporter of our podcast and part of our crew. Um, Zella just pointed it out randomly as I opened that page as well. I think the colour got her. Yep. Um, I noticed this morning on Instagram stories, he's got a bit of water leakage around a thermostat housing by the look of it. So that's the end, like. He's only a young bloke, and he's he's. Uh, it's good to see. There's not many young blokes sort of into the into the cars, and um, the ones that are, are pretty passionate about it. So it's 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 great. Yeah, no, he's really carrying that, really carrying that culture forward. So, so yeah, I had uh, I had him, <coughs> Andy Farrell's panel van too. I had to give it a mention. Oh yes, HJ van. Well, I've got yeah, I. had... Costa and I had over the page two twelve, Sean Hammonds and yeah. <laughs> tough as nails HRU. Oh, I just love the way the way that sit is, sits is just perfect. And yeah, once tough. again, classic. The auto drags, like I mean, are they? Yeah, I know. There's probably an argument to say there's probably not a better wheel for an old old yeah, classic yeah. car that looked good on the You're going to run the six cylinder Holden. Yeah, you know, no, there seems good. to be a real resurgence in uh, six-cylinder red motors. I'm starting to. But think. in those in those things, yeah, that's all you. It's all you really need. Yeah, well, um, you... there's a lot of work to put a V8 in them. Yeah, and honestly, it, it worked. 
six or you know work 202 or something in one of these yeah they're not overly heavy they're not overly big like there's plenty of fun to be had in them yeah oh definitely and they can yeah they're coming through and uh randall in ballarat mate of mine who's just got his turbo six going in his eh which i really want to check in on that yeah things pushing and that's really the thing good. is that much you can do to a six cylinder now and they're still about, and right now you can still afford to buy one. Yeah. You know, like you start playing yeah, with B308s and but even 327s, everything's just sneaking up, you know, so. Yeah, well, that's all right. <clears> no, I did like, Sha- did definitely like Sean's. Um, but also went with the Andrew Lawrence Tunner as well. Couldn't look past it. Um, forced to stop work when COVID started and needed something to do. Busted into the rust repairs on the body. It was a rusty farm mute. Uh, bought everything pre-COVID tax, the budget build, but it's just filling up his time. Yep, through lockdowns and COVID, just decided you know what, LS or something. I'm going to hook in. Yeah, um, help from a good mate doing a turbo setup, and yeah, but just that's like you said, probably in our intro to this episode, it's about just finding something to occupy your time, mm. you know? especially in, at the current environment we're all living in yeah what i call it the andrew lawrence covid tunner in my notes but yeah uh that's it so, for my best of the builds you anything else no that was best of the builds for me mate i, I didn't mind that uh that dodge lancer thing either. that was that was pretty cool yeah that's a that's a good car like old s series valiant looking thing really yeah there's a signet i think it's got it shares the similar body style as well over in Port McDonnell, if anyone's over that way. Um, I think it's Feast's Auto Museum, full of R&S Series Valiants. Yep. He'd have 40 cars, R&S Series. He said to me, you don't see these around much anymore. I said, any wonder you're holding them all for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he did explain to at the time he's starting to sell a few things because you can't drive everything. You got too many cars. The one you want to drive is the one that's not available for driving. Look at us both flicking through, trying to find the next. I'm trying to find the next. The reader's ride. Reader's pride. Sorry. Yeah, too heavily buried in this magazine. Oh, there's just so much going on. (laughs) I still haven't finished reading it. I've just pretty much gone through and read what I needed to do. Okay, I can tell you, it's in the vicinity of page 170. That's part of it. I think. No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, what have I got? Yeah, I've got mine. Have you got a page for me, mate? For mine? Oh, yeah. All right, I've gone with, uh, if you go to page 229, yeah. once again, it's this little side interest in the uh, all <clears> things <throat> trucks. Yeah, well, thanks, to the, thanks to that bloody Michael Whips and his, his pickup, uh, classic pickup podcast. Uh, yeah, well, there seems to be a real interest in the trucks, just in in general. You even seen a lot more for sale, like on the you know on the Facebook posts, yep. and, and uh, I love them. And this thing is just once again, it's just. I just love the cool. way we talked around it for so long to be able to eventually find page two twenty eight, but it was down as my top of the tree too. Um, I actually met him when I was driving the Nash at one stage. Yep. Uh, up in the northern suburbs, spoke to him about it. He was a really accommodating guy too. Yeah, but no, it, it's a lovely truck. It's just I don't know. There's something about these. They get the airbags and and whatnot, and get them sitting on the belly, and they just look awesome. Yeah, and Wilson Murphy that we've got coming up in a Neville late eight pretty soon. He's got a C10 around that yep. era as well, so that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, no, they're cool. I think if 
if they held a few more people, I'd if I ever got rid of Donny, I'd probably almost look at a truck. I reckon. So, yeah, that's my reader's pride. Yeah, and I also else, went with that... page two hundred and thirty-three. I jumped ahead as well. The HQ panel van of Carl Van Zyden. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, I saw that up at Parks when I was up at the Van Nationals. That's a really nice van. Yeah, I, I think do even, like those wheels. I think, See those yeah, wheels around wheel choice. They look really good. Side windows, it's okay to have bubbles. side windows if you bubble them. You know, That's right. More room for bubbles. So I do really like that van. So, wheels of US mags, ramblers. I like them. Yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's a really nice van. That colour, that blue uh, HQ across from it, taking up that full page is pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jamie Freeman, and I really also had to write down Luke Bajada's FJ. Did you see that down there on two thirty one down the bottom? Two thirty one. Oh yeah, it yep. got a big mention too. I thought you might. It got a big mention by the Thong Slappers, but yeah, two eighty three turbo four hundred nine inch. Those flat type wheels on it. It's just, yeah, it's cool. And again, I hated my FJ. Just, I wanted a 54 Chev, bought a 54 Holden, wanted to sell it. <clears throat> no one was interested, and it just held me up. <clears throat> I'd maybe have it back today and apologise to it for being so harsh on it. <laughs> uh, what do you got for Sunday session? I've only got one. I mean, there's once again, there's. Too many to pick from. Yeah, it was, I had the HJ wagon with the mini golf sign in the background. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, probably the colour match GDS rooms. Yeah. That's look cool. well on it. But we used to go there when I was a kid. We used to go down to Lakes and go to Lakes Entrance for holidays. I've played that mini golf course. Yep. You know, I wonder how many HJs were parked out the front at the time. Probably that a I was few there. back then. And even when I got married, I had a HJ wagon, a gold prem that. Basically headed to Queensland in and yeah, but yeah, just that photo really sort of just yeah, I don't know. The nostalgia for this bloke was off the charts for that one. If you flick over the page, yep, I've gone with Tony Webb now. There's a ute with a parachute and it looks to be at Bunnings picking up (laughs) some gear. I think I kind of missed that whole. Oh, uh, it's only a little part over. I thought, yeah, that's a that's a winner right there. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> no, I'll pay that huge. I'll pay Blackie too on the uh, FBU. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just dishies cruising. Just a great photo. Probably sells this country as much as anything else. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Sunday sesh? No, no, that was it for me Sunday sesh. Uh, what have we got next? Tough shot. Jeez, I'm going to have to go back and find it, mate. I reckon it's the one that I didn't jot down. I've got page for mine. 169. And there's a picture of Steve Titcom and his 67 Camaro just uh, making clouds. Uh, 169. Says he's pumping out. In the region of 51 horsepower on a pretty soft (laughs) tune. (laughs) The drag on. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, I do really like that too, mate. Absolutely. I mean, once again, in Tough Shot, you could pick so much. The size of those bags and how far in they're stepped. Yeah, I mean, you could pick so many in in this magazine, but I tried to uh, 
tried to keep it short because I've got a I've got a bit to go through in honourable mentions. Yeah, well, again, it was really good that everybody, you know, that the magazine was covered so intensely by other people, you know, yeah. and spoken like a guy who's trying to flick around to find that team, that team model that was pulling the wheels up that I just never wrote the page number down for. But uh, I suppose while we're here too, another thing I've been contemplating was. Is it a magazine you'd want your car featured in or not? Because oh, the big one, yeah, that's right. It's it's hard. You get probably get more attention because more people are buying the big one. But I think we're going to go, yeah, no, I think I'm going to lock it in at page 126, mate. Me tough shot. 126. Go on the late Craig Brewer, HR Holden Van. 126. Oh, yeah, the green thing. Yeah, the green thing up the top. You're loving the uh, you're loving the wheelies wheel stands, don't you? Yeah, I, think, I, am, I mate, think all I your am. tough I shots mean, have been wheel stands. Yeah, but probably not when we get to go back through the old stuff. But you know, probably all a, might have been. Burned. I had a HR van that I often wonder about too. You know, so it's hard not for buddy get pulled into by things like that. And again, really good to see the magazine was covered in so much detail elsewhere. Well, that's right. It's sort of. And that was I was that. listening to their uh, their picks and choices, and it's like, well, it's going to sound like I'm copying them because I I'd already done my yeah. done my picks, and um, it's like, oh yeah, I've got that one, I've got that one. Yeah, well, 103 will be no surprise to you either if you're in the vicinity of 103, because that is that um, T bucket wheels up. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, which kind of reminds me of Noel Inman's tall T. And it's hard campaigning, but you don't see a lot of uh, T-model drag car action. No. Shout uh, out to Brian Russell's got a T-roadster drag car. What have we got? Honourable mentions. I said this is going to probably take some time. My first honourable mention is the story. Oh, sorry, no, no. First honourable mention is, I'm not sure how I say his last name, Frank Vad. Vad Nails, Vad Vad Nails, and the uh, ten second fam off page forty seven. That's just a cool car. I I really love it. It was probably that was almost on the radar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, rig of the month because <clears throat> it's XWXY is one of them, you know, classic shapes. I yeah. think. Yeah. It's hard not to love, and, and I love that interior. And hooked in, hooked into that one to pick the son up from hospital. Yeah, after some yep. kind of tragedy in his, in his health. Yep. yep. Why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, well, it wasn't even built, but yeah, work his ass off to build it to go and pick the son up because the son had requested he be picked up in it. And, um, the, just the color, the color. Where I'm usually not a green sort of a sort of a fella, but it, yeah. on the right car and the right shade, I don't mind it. But even the trim, even the brand trim, the trim, it's just, you trim know, is, it's just a tribute, awesome. a tribute to the car it was. Yeah, no, I do really like that, mate. What's your first honourable? Um, I also had down, just because it's the street machine of the year, no, that's an honourable mention when we lay out all the cars there that you can vote for. So it wasn't so much about a car, it was just about that section. Yeah, well, I've, I've sort of got my honourable mentions, not so much about cars. But... Yeah, well, that's kind of just a bit of a recap. Was, yeah, as I say, get in there and vote now. 
don't vote. You know, don't necessarily vote the way I voted. You know, I don't have any sway over no. the result, but I'm pretty pretty happy with my with my pick. Well, I mean, like Simo said on on Thursdays, was it Thursday, or Wednesday? Thursday. I don't know, whatever whatever day it came out. Um, I'm sort of with him on the opinion that probably Sharp HQ has probably got it in the bag. Yeah. Um, or maybe the 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 other downtown customers, the Green. Yeah, Monaro. Monaro. probably a, a toss up between those two. So probably didn't need my vote. No, if you know what I mean. Which and, is what I said too initially. Yeah, through with the HQ and sharp didn't you know? That's that, that thing. It, it, Chad Rivens is you know it. It's an awesome build, awesome story. And look, I hope he goes well. Like I said the the sharp <laughs> those downtown custom guys are going to be hard to beat. But um, but even going back through all the old magazines, <clears throat> the amount of six cylinder builds we were seeing. And yeah. a bloke who can't maybe afford to go and change it up and put a, and even for a V8 swap yeah. can probably always clean up that six, give it a coat of paint, put a bit of bling on it. You yeah. know, it moves it's, and it's it maybe keeps the culture moving yeah. forward rather than being locked into, you know, $5,000 for an engine, buddy, you know, or whatever. And like maybe those Holden sixes with a, with a nice lumpy cam and like an actual worked Holden six. With a set of triples on and a good exhaust, they sound awesome. Yeah. They really do. Yeah, well, Joe Tobin, like he's about to birth one of the coolest DJ convertibles I think I'm ever going to lay my eyes on with the Vauxhall roof and everything on it. And he keep and he hasn't got a lot of money, but he's got those fab skills, you know, mm. and he's just in yeah. there doing it. But he kept talking about this 253 that was a bit oily or a bit smoky and he's not sure, but he's got a six-cylinder motor there yeah. that he can use, yeah. you know. And oh, there's, look, there's nothing wrong. I don't. Uh, it's sort of for me. It's it's about uh, you know the size of the car. Like if you if you put a hot six in something like a HQ or a HZ, I don't think it looks right because there's they're so big the the engine bay is huge. Yeah, it just doesn't look right. It probably go all right. Yeah, for me it's that perception where you put it in an EJ HHR. It fills out the bay nicely. It doesn't look out of place. Yeah. And as I said before, they're plenty of fun. Yeah, well, plenty of I fun. Know like the little Tiranas yeah. with the with the you know the LCLJs with the with the hot six in them. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Purple HQ I saw down at Drysdale Car Show. I was pleading with the kid to leave the six cylinder in it because it had triples and everything yeah. on it. Otherwise, it was pure muscle. But it's still but... cool. But I, it's just <clears> it's, yeah. it's for me. It's just a vision thing. It's like a, yeah. the the engine physically. Like you open the bonnet of Donny. Yeah. The engine just looks completely out of place. It's too small. It's too small for that engine bay. Yeah. But I mean that's. That's the thing, but in those smaller Holdens, um, even like the in the forward side, like Cortinas and that, like you put one of those early Cordies with a two fifty Ford in it, and yeah. they absolutely fly. Yep, yeah, no, definitely nothing wrong with that. Uh, second honourable mention, I'm actually just going to go for the story on on Seto. I loved that. I thought that was great. Yeah, no, definitely, that was definitely on my list. And uh, I've actually got a quote here, which. I 100% agree with. Yep. And he says, I like V8 cars and two-cylinder motorbikes. There's a reason they've kept making V8s for so long and it's not the performance. Yep. So that says to me he likes the sound. <laughs> and I get the two-cylinder bikes up until I bought the um, the Honda. I've never had a four-cylinder bike. Yeah. I've always had two cylinders. Yep. Um, it's just the sound of that 
the the big V twin. Yeah. Um, you just you can't beat it. I mean the the Honda I've got, it's it's purely just a and a memorial for the old man because he had one, but it's still in a V shape, so it still doesn't sound like a normal yeah on the bike. So I still get that V yeah. sound. Which still is still bit, cool. Still has a bit of charm. So I've never had an inline four bike. Yeah. I don't think I've ever ridden one. Yeah. Have I ridden? Oh, I might have ridden one of my mates. I think I think I rode my mates fiveway once. Yeah. And um, yeah, completely different. I think I'm I'm with Seto. The two cylinder stuff sounds sounds mint. Yeah, punchy. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was a great read. Um, I think was it Simon Redmond. Mentioned the the galaxy loaded up with the surfboards in the yeah. trailer and how it wasn't a you know a, a how it was a, meant to be how it wasn't a four wheel drive Ute with a canopy and and was, that and he's right that that thing is a touring car yeah absolutely spot on and yeah that was uh, that was great I liked that story that was cool yeah well I liked it it was nice to see uh, Natasha Welsh come up with the crown. Um, Sort of followed through from in the build and all the rest of me in the Iron Maiden section. Oh yeah, the uh, that was with the LS. Yeah, the seventy nine crown with the LS, but yeah. just because we've been sort of following it through. I was going to say we that came up in an earlier episode, didn't it? Yeah, it did in the build. It yeah, was in the right. build, and that's when I sort of announced it had already been out, getting some photos taken and all yeah. the rest. But <clears throat> in the meantime, her and her husband Brenton are uh, working pretty hard on the chopped Buick at the moment as well. But there just seems to be something special in the water around their place. No, good on. <laughs> no, it's sort of inspiring just to see people pushing hard, you know. Um, my next one is actually a car. If we go to page 90, 91. Yep. It is oh, yeah. Ange and Mitch Wallace's. Uh, we've got another coupe on our hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yep, the XP How nice coupe. is that? That is, that is <clears> a lovely, lovely That car. is a really nice car. Oh, yeah, you're right. Done very well. Perfect colour. And Mitch Wheels. And uh, we've got a V8 in this one. And those pro stock uh, centre lines that are on yeah. it at the end of the run. It's uh, And they stopped production, but it was right at the end. Just a cool car. I, I love everything about that car. Once again, that could have been a pick of the month. But yeah. How how can you actually pick a car, one car out of this magazine? Yeah, well, clearly we prove you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That's it. But the lack of the lack of bling on that too for an XP, and it just looks clean. That looks good. Yeah, no, I'm a fan of that one, mate, for sure. Um, sort of a fan of the A to Z that was in this magazine. Yeah, I've just got, I've to, got that. You, we can cross that off the list. Yeah, then. no, you've probably got more on it than me. I'm no, just not trying to really. talk on the fly. But just when you pick random moments for each letter across the board. Um, yeah, interesting that you picked that uh, XP Coupe too because uh, Zella had that. Must have been the colour, was it? Um, yeah, she didn't, it wasn't necessarily just sold totally on the colour, but um, she loved the fact it didn't have red trim. Oh. She's oh. not into red trim. So, no, red trim's no so good. So, Father, Greg, if you're listening in, mate, uh, when you get into that classic car that you're going to need in the future, no, <laughs> no red, red trim. She would prefer a vehicle with voice control. Oh. So you've got to be able oh. to talk to the radio, I guess. Yeah, well, that could probably be arranged. And also green is nice. Green is nice. Yeah, because another one of her favourites was the... Uh, uh, page 20, number seven, the LJ, green. Straight oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chad Ribbons, she liked his HD, so yep. she's also Zella. Green's the colour. Going that way. Um, 
What were we talking about? The A to Z. Yeah, this was a great little, uh, great little section. Like uh, Smarty Hall of Fame, A to Z of Street Machine, and you look through that Smarty Hall of Fame. How there's some ripper cars in there. I just, I don't know, and I suppose this is probably going to come out more as we go back to eighty one and work our way back through. But how many cars from way back that would be totally relevant in this magazine right now? You know. Probably Small block, of... tunnel ram, black EH. You know, Bill one tomorrow, bang, it's in there. You know, so I sort of thought about it too where Simo talks about um, the vintage car crew not really breeding and growing their culture, yeah, you know, which yeah. I'd sort of thought about a fair bit too. Yeah. But he sort of ties that together with, you know, maybe we get 30 years down the track and no one will really give a shit about a HQ. Mm. Well, we're 40 years down the track in this street machine path. Mm. But we still care. And there's as many prominent EHs <laughs> now as there were 40 years ago. Yeah, you're right. And Alex Tirana. It just comes down to the people. Like, if, if you're a car nut, you're a car nut. Like, that's it. There's... And I suppose that's it. It's more inherent in our culture. We carry it forward, you know. Mm. We're taking our kids on these journeys, you that's know. That's it. It's, um, which just keeps, yeah, as I said, Clarkie's boys. Well, actually, all Clarkie's kids aren't going to want to, want to see themselves in the latest Hyundai. No, no. I wouldn't no, have thought. I don't think so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, if, you, if you flick through here. Yep. And you look at the Smody winners. It starts at, oh, where, what are we at? Page 138 is the first one. So 1988, yeah. blowback. Yep. Like, I remember seeing that as a kid, that car. And I, I think the picture... The picture's there, I think, is the second version of it. The second incarnation. Yeah. Because I think it was, was it silver first? Had the gold sort of silvery hue at one stage anyway, too. I mean, what kind of madman thinks that up? And, yeah. and a bit I, of a, <clears throat> and a bit of a prankster too, apparently, because uh, good mate Tony Studd was with him out the front of the exhibition buildings at the Street Machine Spectacular and people were asking how the second engine runs and they were talking rubber bands and, (laughs) you know, having a few cans and just a bit of a laugh, you know, a bit of subterfuge running on. Just, uh, I love the fact that he's actually got the, like, he's he's done all the work, you know, obviously with the motor in the back and whatnot, but you look, the the twin taillights on it, he's got the X uh, or the Falcon bonnet scoops on the, on the on the yeah, bonnet, GXL which generally bonnet. I'm not a fan of on a Holden, but on this car it suits it. He's yeah, got, no, the, got the the winged out back on the on the U. There's a lot of work going into that car. Yeah, and it the last I heard of this, someone found the chassis up in um, I think it was up in Northern Territory. Yeah, somewhere. I've seen. Yeah, it had the um, what was it? It was a Cadillac transaxle axle or something at the back. Yeah, I think, I think so. It was. I can't remember which one it was, but it's a shame that thing's not around anymore. Yeah, definitely. Then you got Rat Attack there, Craig Parker's ex wife. Yeah, Dave Bennett. Frank and of course, and then Ron Barclay. Ron Barclay's you. And I think, yeah, he might have picked up, but um, that was at the City Oval show in Ballarat, the one that you talk about. That's the only place I saw it live. One of my personal favourites <clears> in 1992, <throat> that XB Falcon GT. Yeah, Frank Piccolo, One of my all time favourite cars. Bright orange, big stonk and blower. There's oh, yeah. just there's so much to look at, and even looking at the trends like Ed Brody's HJ. Well, that just reminds me of Metho. Yeah, ninety four Colin Townsend's FJ. Yep, what a car! 
there's a, there's a lot there. <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely. So we could we could keep picking and choosing. But yeah, more of that will come with our... Was uh, it 2003, seriously, when Adam LaBreeze built that EH sedan delivery? Because it, yeah. it doesn't feel like that long ago. No. And just a special mention in here as well, um, there's a section on the staff cars. Now, Jack Houlihan, yep. I believe... I've seen this fair lane. He was up at Castle Main, wasn't he? He was. He was at the Moot Meetup at with the us, Moot Meetup. And Jack, he's the fellow that emailed me the other week uh, for pictures of Donnie. Apparently, they're putting Donnie in one of these at some stage. Yeah, well, he's definitely, yeah. Now he's working right amongst it. And so he did the review on the uh, on the film, Maximum Overdrive. Ah. Lost, a, lost a Saturday night to that movie. Uh, suspended a fair bit of disbelief in the fact that you can maybe just step beside a truck as it ambles past you. Um, But, yeah, I didn't hate the movie. It was a good watch. So uh, Jacker hit the ground running. I'm wondering whether he he picked the movie himself or whether it was delegated to him. You uh, never know. But anyway, I remember uh, coming back from Castlemaine, this little beast uh, or the the big whale followed me pretty much – well, I think till near Dalesford, I think. Yeah. Follow yeah. follow me along. Yeah, well, he apologised to us under the tree for its country pack nature. For how <laughs> I just explained if he was just walking around up and down driveways and being a little bit respectful and courteous around it, someone's going to fix that for you one day. I yeah, said, well, right. now he's tossing up whether to Windsor it or Cleveland it. So it's I can't about... remember. Did I have Donnie sitting that high when we went up to... Yeah, I think Donnie was still maybe standard height at that point. I think he might have been at that point, I'm not sure. But, yeah, he's also, yeah, put up a poll the other day, whether it goes with a Windsor or a Cleveland, so he's clearly looking at pushing that car forward. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember him talking about it when we are having... And, uh, yeah, back to Reader's Rides too on 231, um, Zella picked out Rod Leach's EK wagon. Nice. Which I thought was pretty cool. And again, I don't have a lot of conversations around this little, da- yeah, with this little darling around cars. Yep. So, just nice to see the things that you know light her up, I guess. Um, what was your next honourable mention? Next honourable mention? Uh, no, I think I'm actually covered. Uh, oh yeah, jeez. Oh no, the Sunday shot. Um, got to go back to Sunday again for the '59 Chev wagon. Oh yep. Yeah, that came up in me later mentions. Uh, but now I'm going to find it again. Well, my next uh, honourable mention is the return of expression session. And how, I mean, I'm used, I was expecting when they said expression session was coming back, Yeah, I was expecting hand-drawn Pastels, pictures. crayons. And then uh, this comes up and I'm thinking, wow. Because I was just flicking through the book and I didn't actually, I saw that, saw this ute. Yeah. Exactly. And so I didn't. I didn't actually. Th- I didn't see thought, it was it part of expression session. I'm thought, thinking thought someone's who's built this. Someone's built it. But <laughs> how good is Aidan Donald in the rendering department, or whatever you call it? I don't yeah, know what yeah. you call it? But that just it looks it's like it's a car. Cracker. It looks like a real car. Mm. That's amazing. There's actually a video up by Street Machine on YouTube now of him talking about that rendering. And the process. And a cool idea. like But uh, dulling off chrome, like how to make it real. Yeah, it's just I just, that side profile, um, it works It works awesome. I hope someone has a crack at building that. Yeah, no, it works from every angle, that's for sure. Looking forward to seeing more of that. I, I reckon the expression session, you look through these old ones, expression session was awesome. 
Yeah, but just the reflections on the chrome. And yeah, just, it's, you know. it's crazy. But anyway. Yeah. Um, anything else from you there? No, I think I'm about covered, mate. Uh, even if I look over across uh, Zella's stuff, she's pretty well covered too. Well, I've got another one. I, I, I think this would be, what, third or fourth magazine of some kind of Ballarat connection. Yeah, oh, that's right. I did have that back cover. Well, <coughs> can't leave out another Ballarat connection. This big 632 big block Chev is, uh, well, I'm not sure whether it still is, but it was just over the back, not far from my house, actually in the Shed of Day gill foil of DJ Automotive. Man, he's doing some... Destined to own a car of his. Well, no, it's not his. He's building up for a bloke. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, really looking forward to it. This thing is... I've seen, if you follow Dave's Instagram, um, you've seen what he's been doing for this thing. This thing's a fully tubbed out uh, Monaro yep. two-door. Um, and this thing's going in it. And uh, what are they talking? 1190 horsepower on pump, nudging 1300 win race fed with uh, fed race juice. So... It's uh, that's pretty damn cool. I'm really looking forward to seeing that car when it's finished. I think. Um, so you had three purple ones out the other day. Yeah, only two of them were his. Yeah, I know. Another, but yeah, another bloke. Better getting driving around in our town. Yeah. All beadlock rims and. You know. I'm just trying to think, see where it is. Uh, Which part? I'm just trying to see where the car is actually now. So the. Yeah, so it's off getting the exhaust done. It'll come back final fit up before it gets uh, pulled apart for paint. So yeah, yeah, probably not that far off seeing that thing. Yeah, and um, but another another local connection to the uh, Street Machine magazine. Yeah, and again, you were cruising around with him on Saturday. Yeah, I actually got, he actually let me have a drive of his purple car. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of the 202 and into that. Well, yeah, it's uh, interesting, but anyway. It'd be a big cube, that one of his too, isn't it? I think it's 434. Oh, yeah. The four-door. Yep. I think he says about six 650 horsepower or something. Yeah. So, yeah, no slouch. Pretty awesome. I've got one more honourable honorable mention. Yep. And I just thought this car was damn cool. It's the page 17, if you Go, uh, it's the Chrysler 300 of Mark Allen. I just that thing is damn cool. Yeah, no, I love it. A, yeah, really nice car. And mate. he's got every edition of Street Machine. Yep, that he has right back to van wheels. I see him on the shelf. But uh, that's just a cool car. I don't think I've ever seen one before. No, I've uh, shot one probably going back a couple of years ago at Shannon's Auctions in Melbourne. White one, like I said, the old Yankee stuff. I love it. Yeah, absolutely no. love it. Yeah, no, it's a darling, mate. Um, and again, which what we've come up across in a lot of the earlier magazines, there's Yan- a lot of Yankee stuff had to be right hand drive. Yeah, that's right. Whereas you know, this car, this car left hand drive just out of out of I can't it. remember when it wasn't that long ago they actually changed that. No, I know. It's, when it's was it? Crazy. It was only what 10, 15 years ago. It wasn't that long ago? Yeah, 20, 20 years maybe. I'd, yeah, I'd have to go back and research it. Um, on page 21 in the snapshots, um, more by Simon Major on Mark Parsons. Oh, yes. The LJ got the seven-year-old thumbs up. Yep. <laughs> she likes green, eh? Yeah, well, that's a, I taught her green is nice <laughs> and she wanted to know where, so we look up the video. So now she'll be running that one on her dad every time she sees something green as well. Good on her. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> As I say, I've just been a bit slow getting her on board. And you know what, mate? She shares a birthday with you and I. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Zella. Yeah. 
born stupidly premature and on my birthday. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong at all. I guess, <laughs> I mean, we've touched on the Smody. Um, but it, we could probably just have a quick yeah, browse expand. through the contenders and see what else is there. Yeah, I know. Well, it's just we cool. both put our money on like, <clears throat> vote on Chad Rivers' HD. Yeah, well, let's I mean, go one by one, mate, I suppose. You look through them. Yeah. Once again, like, how do you pick? There's probably only one car on that first page that I'm look. I'm not overly wrapped in. Is that Land Cruise? I mean, it's damn cool, but yeah, not my cup. There is thing. something cool. I mean, I like it with the earlier cruises and that too, when they slam them into the ground, like the Rod Shop bloody burnout one. Yeah, things that are meant to be high sat low seem to have a natural impact. But yeah, it's not something I'd sort of drive around in. Maybe it makes up for all the mums that don't want to use their indicators and chop into me lane on the yeah. on City Link. There's one in here that, that I think is really cool is that number three, the XD Falcon with the Group C body kit. I reckon that's to, for that to be in there. I reckon that's that's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely cool. And that's another one too. I'll keep flashing back, but when you get, when you start around eighty one, eighty two, people are coming to terms with plastic bumpers. Yeah, you know, that's, that's right. when it all started to come together. Yeah. Graham Miller's AH panel van is obviously worth a mention. That's yeah, cool. A heap of shouts. And turn the page and Daniel Wickman's XM just because it's different, just with its satin paint and red trim. You know, it's cool. Number nine, Daniel DeBella's uh, XB. That I'm pretty sure that's the one with yeah the <laughs> the turbo Coyote, like the Mustang engine. Yeah, like that's that's awesome. Nine hundred horsepower that thing, and of course our Dodge Purple Dodge Charger. Challenger, yep. Challenger. Yeah, coming in at number 12 in the Cortina, the reborn WOG 7. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Mick Moot. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, so much. Mick Moot, maybe Michael Moot, but, you know, <laughs> close. There's so much to pick <laughs> pick from. Even the, the, the blue LJ with the big blowing at the bottom, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's plenty oh, of Billy good stuff. Billy Shelton. He's out. Yeah, get in, there, get in, get baiting. Get in and get voting. Yeah, put your votes in, but as, they, as the Highlander says, there can be only one. That's it. That's so you'd be interested to see what comes of it, but uh, look, I'm, I'm probably going to I'm probably going to put it out there that uh, Peter Sharp will probably win it for the Monaro, and look, rightly so. It's an amazing car, amazing build. Like I said, I hope hope to see it at some stage. I'm still, yeah, I don't know. I sort of bit bit with Simo on the silver. Yeah, it's, it think doesn't worry me. Is I, I actually, I quite like silver. Yeah. I probably would have made it a bit brighter silver. I just feel like I've been watching it that long in steel. Yeah, it sort of it, looks the you same. You don't really notice the change, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a silver fan. I personally love it. Yeah. Like the Harley I had was silver. Um, but, yeah, I, if, if I was going to paint it silver and, you know, not putting any downer on the car, but yeah, I would I would probably put a bit more brighter metallic, Silver on it, I think it would have kicked and yeah, and made the the lines. I tell you, Jay Ford's Monaro is going to look pretty tough when it rolls out in gunmetal grey. Yeah, you know, HJ fronted and yeah. gunmetal grey Ballarat car. <clears throat> but yeah, no, we're not bagging sharp HQ, of course. The thing's unreal, but yeah, I oh, know. Um, but yeah, that probably probably sets us off. Oh, I did actually have a special mention. Street machine with a whole story and even a feature car with electric motor in it. Yeah. I never 
would have thought I'd seen the day. But hey, it's well, probably a good idea, and it's it's probably yeah, you know, maybe not now, and maybe not in ten years' time, but it's probably the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, when all the greenies keep telling us that you know petrol's going to run out, and yeah, we'll see on that. Probably fact. a way forward for us to keep the old things on the road, like yeah. that little cordy with the with the EV in it. Yeah, it's a it's a cool thing. I would have picked it. You know, really, I mean, and that's how far we've come. This guy yeah. might have picked it as top car because, again, it's it's stretching boundaries. Yeah, you know, it's taking what you know what what's available and working it into what yeah. we love. So. And I mean, yeah, there's no doubt in those electric cars absolutely can get up and move. So I can see might. probably more of it happening. Yeah, in a world where we might have to get a vaccine just to be able to go places we want to go, then yeah, you might have to have an electric <laughs> motor in your old car at some stage. And look, if it's cheap enough <laughs> and, and whatever, I'd, I'd, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, you don't get that noise. but And they are. They're coming out in a crate as a bolt-in replacement mm. now, you know, running through. Well, that whole story about the, the bloke that's doing it like in V-dubs and, and yeah. whatnot. My uncle's actually sort of, he's just bought a Beetle and he, he's toying with the idea of, of doing that to it at some stage. But yeah, good idea. And, you know, I can definitely see it's probably not for me at this stage, but no doubt we'll get forced to do it. He's ripping out the poster. It's done. <laughs> My poster's still intact. Yeah, poster's killer. Yeah. yeah. Every cover. Yeah, I'm going to take it out. I've, I was actually looking through these magazines and I thought, all the posters are still in here. I need to get them out and put yeah. them in the shed. See David Customcraft is actually Yeah, he's um, put the big ones and off well, whatever size you want, really. Yeah, that's it. You could, yeah. I'm pretty sure our mate Dave Gilfoyle's got three covers in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's unreal. It's crazy. For sure. And actually, we did it years ago, mates and I pulled out a whole heap of car magazines and just started cutting pictures out of oh, them. We collaged, we collaged the whole inside of the lounge room to the point where I put a 68 Camaro front on a HK Monaro. <laughs> we had a girl who had three sets of tits. Um, <laughs> Total so, recall. Yeah, you know, because we had picture magazines as well. So we would just yeah, collage the whole inside of the lounge room over about four nights. No, I used to. Not street machine. I used to buy something else and cover my school books. And I could probably put that down to the year that my magazines are missing from because I know <laughs> that I've got a big block in the middle somewhere which will catch up in our reflective episodes yes. that are coming up. Yeah, I think that that's our coverage of the 40th anniversary, isn't it? I think that's yeah. our six pile for our Sunday school on the 40th anniversary edition. So now we've got uh, coming up is a little chat with your little chat with Wilson. Yeah. Murphy sat down with Wilson Murphy, uh, the Wilson Murphy on Instagram, uh, photographer, artist, you know, does a little bit of painting on old paintings. I've got a couple of examples of his work around here, but just a really good young bloke with a big heart. Mm. Um, bought himself a C10, an early C10, pretty recently, which is a really tidy pickup. Uh, painting an XP wagon as we speak. Yeah, uh, my daughter was involved yesterday and they put some purple on this wagon. Um, but yeah, he's with the Misled Youth Australia uh, Hot Rod Club, and I've noticed those young guys have been around the old guys for a long time, so they're carrying a few old school manners and attitudes I forward like, as um, well. 
was, you see them around a bit. They've got the you know they've got the matching jackets and all that. And I, th- I think it's cool. Yeah, no, and they're, they're, they're all yeah. young. They're what are they? Twenty? Yeah, all in their early twenties. Yeah, I, I and, think that's brilliant. And they? real quiet achievers. But again, a lot of those you know a lot of people are loving old school cars and forgetting old school manners. That's you know, right. Yeah, they, yeah. These, are, these these are graceful people carrying it forward. And yeah. I think we mentioned they were up at Rattle Trap as well. Yeah. Like they're traveling around the country to get to events oh, when they young. can. I think it was the other week picking up the young bloke from work, ten or eleven o'clock at night or whatever it was, and I saw him cruising around. Um, is it X Y X W? Yeah, 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 sitting yeah. on its guts, the, yeah. you know, full of full of people just cruising around. It's like, yep, yeah, yeah, good yeah. on him. Dropped up to see Wilson the other day, and his dad's just got his um, fifty-two Chev on the road. Oh, the which, white one, the yeah, white custom, yeah, yep. yeah. Which I might put put that up on our Instagram too as a bit of a connection. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, and, uh, oh, Aaron, that Nasher update because Wilson Murphy found me that service car. Oh yes, you better mention that. An op shop cool. in Australia, where my car was one of six that came to Australia in nineteen forty eight. I've got a factory service card which hangs on the wall, mentioning all the right lubricants and all the right places. And yeah, big shout out Wilson Murphy for turning up that treasure. I mm. couldn't have imagined you'd ever find something ripper like that. find, ripper find. Yeah, definitely a ripper find. So, uh, well, everybody, we're going to sign off. It's episode seven over and out. Yeah, uh, leave enjoy, you with uh, um, never late eight with Wilson Murphy. See you, crew. See you, crew. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Moses McCready sitting down doing another uh, the never late eight. Got eight questions for Wilson Murphy. I'm sitting with today, acclaimed, yeah, good mate, acclaimed hot rod photographer, uh, member of Uprising Misled Youth Australia Hot Rod Fraternity as well. Yeah, how are things going, mate? Very good, always busy. Yeah, no, I've known that about you for a while. I'm just sort of trying, we were just sitting there spilling through the vehicles you've had since you got your license, and it's crazy. Like, how long you had your license now? Yes, yeah. Yeah, no, time's running away on us. Yeah, well, we've got uh, the Neville 88 questions, mate. I'd like to run you through. So let's start out with your first car-related memory. Um, Go back to when you were a little tacker and when you first realised cars were maybe a bit more than transport or, you know. Yeah, my uncle's the one who's into cars in my family and he's got some old Chevs and that. Yeah. I just always remember seeing his cars and thinking how cool is that. Yeah. And always just been playing with Hot Wheels and shit. That's pretty much how everyone gets into it, I reckon. That's it, and you drop that bow tie in there as well, and we'll be getting up closer to that too as we get further into our questions, mate. So, no, good stuff. Um, The first car, your first car that you owned, it doesn't necessarily have to be when you got your licence. It might be before it. I had a van. Yeah. Old man's had this old van. Yeah. And uh, he taught me to drive it because it was a bit uh, hard to drive, being an old thing, and sort of van uh connor van oh it's yeah an old ford 90s ford it's their gutless aren't they yeah, they yeah. one for a time oh yeah not long oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah running around in that for a bit and then i got my license and yeah. got into another van a bit more modern yeah that'd, be, load. that'd be the eye load yeah yeah, you know, we see a lot of oil loads around, but there was only one Wilson <laughs> oil load. I remember that too. We can probably get it. That might come up too. But, yeah, we've got number three, which is the favourite car you've owned. And I'm sort of thinking even from knowing a little bit about you, it might be the one you got at the time. You know, you sort of pretty much even when you had the oil load, you know, you treated that with a bloody heap of love and did mods and stuff on it. Yeah, but, that's it. Well, yeah, what comes down is your, what would you call your favourite car? I think it would have to be my... Falcon wagon, 
for XM. Yep. It's uh, put a lot of work into it so far. Still haven't driven it further than around the block, but yeah. don't think I could ever sell it just yet until I can enjoy it a bit. Yeah, no, to the uninitiated, she was pretty much full uh, rally spec, wasn't it? That's it, yeah. Doing variety bash work. Yeah, it was pretty hideous. She was hideously purple and bright yellow. That's it. I think we can actually put up a couple of photos (laughs) on Instagram to sell that point. (laughs) While it crumble vibe. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, it's a bit different too. We start talking to a few younger blokes, you know, whether you might have number four covered. Have you got a regretful sale? Is there anything you've sold yet that you maybe shouldn't have? Or... Oh, regretful sale. I had this little bike, a little Yamaha 250 that I'd sort of chopped up a bit and cut yeah. the muffler off and that, and that was fun to ride around town. I regret selling that yeah. because that was too much fun. Loved seeing you on that too. No, that was a ripper for sure. Um, there's also another part of that one which was a missed opportunity if there was something you could have bought but you, you, know, you fell short or you buddy were just a bit late to grab it. Oh, missed opportunity. Not really. No, I've gone, got pretty lucky, I think, with no. the opportunities I had to buy stuff. Yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah, we sort of branched from there into number five's our favourite car event or even type of event. Or... Oh, the Boogaloo has to be my favourite. Yeah. All, every Boogaloo is just the best event. That no prize entrant too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just had all the right cars and all the right sort of things going on. It was just a good time. Yeah, the right feel. No, yeah. Des definitely does well on that one yeah, for sure. Des and the team. So, no, nah, good stuff. Okay, well, we're sitting here, mate, but uh, current cars we've got up to now. So Current cars. Uh, covered the wagon and it's revamp a little bit. Yeah. Tell uh, me about this weapon that I was desperate to come and have a look at. Yeah, the uh, 62 Chevy C10 long bed pickup. It's a bit of a handful. Yeah. No, it looks bloody grouse sitting proud on bloody, I don't know, what are those tyres that are sitting under it? Are you nearly... <laughs> pretty large. Pretty large and agricultural. That's but, it, yeah. Uh, it just looks right. on the farm. Yeah, well, the uh, yeah the low lux you had before that with the moon stickers on the doors and stuff, yeah, she'd be the exact opposite of this yeah, ride. I reckon. Sure. Bloody yeah. And you were saying before, that's your plan, get it out and about, you know. Yeah, yeah, I just want to drive it. Trips and yeah. Yeah, drive it and drive it everywhere. That's it. Nah, but he's awesome to see for sure. And then, yeah, keep pushing in on the wagon as well, so. Yeah, a bit of sanding to do yet. Yeah. And body work. And back to a light, say, light purple, dark Yeah, light purple, dark purple roof and yeah. some added custom touches here and there. Yeah, no, I've got no doubt. She'll be killer, mate, because yeah. even the turnaround in the first bloody couple of weeks are happening. Yeah. It's all happening pretty fast. Yeah, that's so. it. Nah, stoked, mate. Now, I know you're in a bloody hot rod fraternity. Yeah. Are we still going to struggle to call your Chevy pick up a hot rod? So uh, what's it. your dream car, mate? What's in What's in your future? Dream car. Or do you have a dream plan for a garage that you, you know? Yeah, I've got, got a few dream cars, but definitely yeah. looking to get into a hot rod. I've got, got some bits, but yeah. ever so slowly just building a little collection of bits to put together as a hot rod. Yeah. I think a Model A, want to do a sports coupe. I'd love it. Yeah, no, not enough sports coupes. Right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah I've always liked... Uh, Sam's from out uh, Caroit Way. His oh, wife's um, the green. It was at the Boogaloo once. Green oh, sports coupe. Yeah, yeah. Super no. chopped and channelled, and yeah, yeah, that just looks awesome. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Super. There's not a lot of modded ones getting around. Yeah, exactly. Either, you know, so uh, they just look real different with the doors, door tops still on, and no roof. Just yeah. looks. Big cool. point of difference. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, don't be so harsh on yourself. I quit. I quit building my own model at 24. I'm yet yeah. to get back to one. <laughs> 
as we know, this bloke's got a few years on him, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it'll definitely happen. And I know, yeah, yeah. across um, across your club as well, you know, you guys are madly supportive of each other. Yeah, that's it. Pushing each other's cars forward, which that, you know, that's the old school vibe in Ballarat. Yeah. You know, if people didn't have a car, they were jumping into someone's shed to work on theirs. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's all so, fun. Nah, it's awesome stuff, mate. Yeah, it was going to be an unusual one too when we start tapping into the mid-20s, mate. But uh, number eight on our list, we've got words of wisdom or just a bit of advice, you know, to the young ones that are starting out or, you know, what have you kind of learnt that seems important with regard to the car community and the culture? Oh, just keep it fun. You know, don't push yourself too hard to work on your car every night and that. Just yep. do whatever feels good and what's fun. Plot along and don't lose sight of the fun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah just try and... Get out and drive. Cruising's the best bit. No, excellent, mate. Jump in a car wherever you can. It's all fun. Yeah, no, well, blokes like you, I've got to say too, and I know a few of them now, but they're inspirational even to old idiots <laughs> like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, very cool, mate. So, again, thanks heaps for your time, Wilson. Nice. Aim to start doing a few of these. I see this being like a bit of a front-up series, you know, anyone yeah, with good. a set of wheels can sit down and have a chat about cars. So. Yeah, it's good. All fun. Yeah, no, good stuff, mate. Thanks heaps for that. Oh, nice. Chat soon. Too easy. Moses over and out.